Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Give me that squeaky toy. Yeah. Big show today. You're going to have fun. You're going to want to stick around for this. 1-866-405-8405. Those are toll-free numbers to reach out to our dream team, Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, and animal communicator Joey Turner. On the show today, you've really packed it. I don't know if we're going to... Someone might have to get bumped here today. <gasps> I don't know. I can't do it. If you watch... You don't have time for Matt Damon? Is it Matt? Okay. Yep, he may be built go. today. Sorry. Go. Today, seriously, we have from Shark Tank. If you saw it the last, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I watch mine late. I DVR mine and watch them when I have time to watch them. There was a guy on trying to pitch pet paint. Abe Geary? Geary. Geary? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he did not make a deal with the uh, sharks. So if you watch this show, it's going to be interesting to uh, talk to him later on today right here on Animal Radio. Who else do we have on? Oh, Lorenzo Borghese? Prince, prince Lorenzo Borghese. Lorenzo Borghese. He's an Italian prince. He is also, uh, he has this boutique pet line, high-end pet line of mm-hmm. pet spa products. But what he's talking about some event, and we'll talk to him yeah. later on today. All the ladies yeah. get excited when Hold he's Hold on. I got, a little, I got a little tidbit there. Yes. Um, prince Borghese bumped Joey Villani pet products off of um, the Home Shopping Network. I just want you guys to know Whoops. that. That they, yep, um, the Borghese line was a little bit more important than the Villani line. So, what? You know, what can I say? Yeah, that's that's how it went. That's how it went. Um, well, we'll let but, you spar with him when he comes on. Well, be careful because let me go. tell you, he is related to Napoleon. No yeah. one, no one's going to even challenge me on that. He is related to Napoleon, okay. and you so we're going to so. talk to him in just a few. I thought that was a bigger deal than. But that's French. I thought he was Italian. Uh, who knows? I want a paternity test by the end of the show. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, want to find out if you're pregnant? Yeah. You don't need an in-home pregnancy test. All you have to do is get a dog, specifically a beagle named Elvis. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Uh, this out of the Orange County news, kind of interesting. You know how they have the sexual offender registry online? You could find out if there's a sexual offender living in your neighborhood. Right. They are thinking in Orange County of creating an online map pointing to dangerous dogs. Dangerous dogs. dogs. Dogs that have been sighted by the city. They have over 150 in the city. Wow. Uh, these are vicious dogs defined as one that is uh, seriously killed or maimed a person. So these are truly very vicious dogs. What would you think about that? Do you I, think I'm, it's okay? What if they make a mistake? You know, like they make yeah. they put innocent people in jail all the time. What? Hey, you, you know, they can make a mistake so easily, these nuts, and then they they put a dog in there, hasn't hurt anybody, and all of a sudden people kill it. I'm just kind of surprised if they consider it that dangerous that they'd still, I mean, nope. allow it to it was, live in the neighborhood. Yeah. Mm. If it's that dangerous, what's it doing living you know, with people to begin with? Yeah. We're going to find out more about that in today's show, so stick around okay. for that. Uh, toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Also, just a few days away from Thanksgiving, hard to believe, the Christmas decorations, uh, Black Friday around the corner here. We're going to talk about the things that really could make your dog or cat or any of your animals sick right around this time of the year. That's all in the way right here on Animal Radio. So you know what they need? You know what kind of registry they really need? A what? dog that gets too affectionate with your leg registry. Yeah, you know, humping dog registry. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want. Well, that should I go under that. the sexual sexual offenders um, registry, right? I didn't want to say that, but yeah, I was thinking of that. Hey, Susan, how are you? Fine, how are you? Good, where are you? I'm in Long Beach. Long Beach, California. Well, welcome to the show. What's going on? I got the whole dream team here for you right now. Um, I We rescued an Akita. She had a collar embedded in her neck, and she was skin and bones. And um, we knew she was 
kind of a little, you know, had a tendency to be aggressive. Um, when we first got her, um, we took her to a trainer and got her kind of mellowed out a little bit. And we've had her for six years. And just recently, she's um, started becoming aggressive and, I mean, you know, really biting. So I'm just wondering, is there some, maybe a medical condition or, you know, what could be wrong with her? Yeah, there could be. Deb, I'm going to let you take this because there could be a lot of things wrong with her, and you should find out from a vet if there is anything wrong with her first before you do anything else. Yeah, yeah definitely. Taking the, her, her to the vet is a um, big issue, too, because she'll attack the vet. Uh, well, I mean, it's definitely going to, we're going to have to find a way to make that work because we do need to do some basic screening as far as things like vision. Um, we can see some eye conditions in Akitas that can affect their ability to see. So definitely arthritis, pain, um, pain. you know, yeah. there could be just about anything that might be making her more cranky. So I think that definitely is a good idea, Alan, is to, you know, at least get that screen. So talk to your vet about whether they might want a little tranquilizer on board beforehand just to facilitate that, make it a little easier for her and for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because dogs, you know, they, they, they suffer in silence. I mean, they can't tell you when they have severe pain, and they can take a lot of pain. They feel the same pain we do. They have the same receptors and nerves, but they can take a lot. But they can't tell you, you know, oh, this hurts really bad, you know, so they they can get aggressive. And if there's no medical problem, then, you know, look for a behavior expert, a behavior consultant, not a trainer, because there's a big difference between dog behavior and dog training. Training is like, hey, sit, give me your paw, uh, heal. But dog behavior is complicated. And when a dog gets aggressive and there's no medical reason for it, that's you need an expert for that because that will only get worse. And you need somebody to help you that knows dog behavior and can observe you with your dog and be there on the scene. Uh, because doing it on the phone is impossible. Okay, a dog behavior. Where do I find one of those? You can go on the Internet and search dog behavior consultants uh, in your okay. zip code, and you'll get a lot of different, you'll, you'll see a lot of different names. And then you want to uh, talk to people that have used this person and make sure this person really knows their stuff, because anybody can call, call themselves a dog behavior expert. Anybody can call themselves that. And there is actually an accreditation for that, too, that yeah. I think it, I, I don't recall right off the top of my head. But definitely interview whoever you find online first. Okay. I appreciate that because we're kind of like, you know, um, in the last month, she's really gone kind of aggressive. What I've noticed is when she sits in the car and um, the two adult kids that I have, I don't have small kids. I would not ever let her around a small kid. The two adult kids I have, they come walking up and she just starts like barking through the car at him like she's never done that before like aggressively and i think the eyesight is what um might be because she doesn't recognize them that could definitely be you know she could be losing her senses and uh you know that happens a lot with german shepherd dogs when they get older they lose part of their sight they lose some of the hearing and they can turn aggressive too because of that there's a lot of a lot of reasons why a dog can become aggressive and you know aggressive dogs i mean if there's nothing medically wrong a lot of times dogs certain dog breeds they need powerful people to be you know they're they're humans they need people that know how to lead and that are very very confident secure people and uh, they need to they need to have somebody that has a lot of inner strength to follow because if they don't then you know the dog feels like it has to take over and mm-hmm. and that's what that's what happens with powerful dogs now more than ever. You see it a lot 
where, you know, dogs become aggressive because people are not leading them, they're coddling them. And they oh, are absolutely. dogs. I totally believe that. And if I can just give you a little bit of kind of a guideline as far as for looking for behaviorists, a lot of times this is a huge area within veterinary schools and veterinary training. So there mm-hmm. are there's actually a college of veterinary behaviorists. So they're ACVB. So that's one way you might be able to, if you're near a veterinary school, that's one great source, or even just to see if someone is certified with those initials. Um, but there's also the ABS certification is the other one that um, uh, that would be a way to kind of screen for a qualified behaviorist. Thanks. Yeah, but definitely don't try to do it yourself. Find somebody that's really an expert to help you. No, I, yeah, I, um, I, we have to do something. So, and it's not, you know, it's not fair to her, um, to get in trouble by biting somebody. You know, it's my responsibility. Yep. Good for you. Good for you. More power to you. Susan, thanks so much okay. for calling. Let us Thank know you how so that goes. Much. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to reach out to anyone on the Dream Team. Uh, Stacy, working in the newsroom. What do you got going on? Well, a lot of people are concerned about their retirement, especially since uh, older Americans are having to work longer. What you might want to do is get a dog that works for uh, the Britain Police in England because they've got their own pension plans. Oh, I'll tell you about it. You know, forget marrying a guy. All you need to do is find a nice, healthy dog. I'll give you the details coming up on Animal Radio News. What are you doing? We have no chance now, Alan. With what? The male species, no chance. If you, yeah. if all you need is a dog now, I mean... Women, find yourself did. a retired police dog and you'll be set we never, for life. We never had a chance. We never had a chance. <laughs> and they'll chase the bad men away, too. That's the extra bonus. Exactly. Yeah. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love animal radio. Please help every way you can to make life better for our animals. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in summer. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at Pet Supplies Plus or visit ProLabsPets.com. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. Now, we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Shaquille O'Neal for Icy Hot Advanced Cream. I know all about living with pain. After 19 years of pro ball, man. But now I'm feeling awesome. Icy Hot Advanced Relief is the real deal. Icy Hot Advanced Cream has two maximum strength ingredients to last up to 50% longer. Works great on shoulders, backs, knees, even arthritis. Icy to dull the pain and hot to relax it away. Come on now. Advance past pain and get on with living. Icy Hot Advanced. Available in cream and patch. Pain over. Use only as directed. Go on, sweetie. Jump to dad. I'm not sure, daddy. The water's cool. There are moments in life that cause us to hesitate. Jump right here. Uh, okay. Here I come. I got you. Good job. I did it. That was fun. 
But once we take action, we're really glad that we did. If you're thinking about selling your home, don't hesitate. Interest rates are low and buyers are in the market. Every market's different. Call a Realtor today and visit Realtor.com. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Sweet Scoop, all natural clumpy litter. Stop those litter box odors instantly with Sweet Scoop. It's chemical free and 100% biodegradable. And if you want to learn more, head on over to their website. It's Sweet Scoop, S W H E A T, scoop.com. Well, let's go to Moika. Hi, Moika. Moika? Hi. Is, is <laughs> how that, are you? Good. How are you doing? Is that Hawaiian? No, it's Slavic. Slavic? Okay. Yeah. Well, how are you doing today? What's going on? Uh, I have two rescues. Um, one I um, adopted about three years ago. She's blind. She's had other health problems since then. Uh, I am H-A-I-V-D-D, all these different acronyms. But um, she never really got trained, and, and through no fault of my own. I took her to an obedience class, and because she's blind and, uh, I guess, traumatized, she barked through the whole session, every session. So they would ask me to take her to the side, to another room, and practice there. So that never really works. I kind of just said, well, she never goes out without me. Then I fostered another dog about three months ago and decided to keep that one. This one is, I know. I don't know how to say she's not territorial because I heard that dog's not really territorial, but she'll sit on the couch, and then when my blind dog tries to get up on the couch, she'll growl, and mm-hmm. same thing yep. with the bed. And I said, I you did. weren't here first. There's there's two things going on. First of all, was the blind dog always blind? I don't know. They had no history. Okay. They said they found her as a stray. Okay. So you feel sorry for the blind dog, right? Okay. Now, so when you feel sorry for a dog, when you have that emotion and you feel sorry for a dog, it puts you in a weak state. The dog feels that you're weak. The dog knows that you feel weak. The dog doesn't really know that other dogs can see. The dog doesn't really know that she's different from other dogs. You know that because you're a human and you're smart. You. You can process that. So the first thing you got to understand is you've got to stop feeling sorry for your dog. You've got to stop doing that, and you've got to treat both dogs the same. The other thing you need to do is you have to be the leader so that when your dog is up on the couch and the other dog tries to get up there and the dog growls, you have to correct that behavior immediately. As a strong leader, you decide who goes up on the couch. The dog doesn't decide. Because when you let your dog decide who goes up on the couch, your dog is in a leadership role. Your dog is taken over. You've got to be a strong pack leader. And you've got to do it with not with words, but with actions and movement. You just don't talk to them. Just throw them both off the couch. Just poke your dog. Make him move. Let the blind dog go up on the couch where the other dog was. Make it happen. Wow. Okay. Make it happen. Be a strong leader, and your dogs will follow you, and they will both know in the pack their place. And, and you know what? Yeah, they're going to duke it out a little bit to decide which one is, uh, you know, the more powerful dog, who's 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 in charge. They're going to duke it out right. a little bit. 
And that's normal behavior for them to just go at it for a little while to decide who's higher up in the chain. But that shouldn't last very long. But stop feeling okay. sorry for your blind well, dog. How first, how far should I let it go when they kind of try to sort it out themselves? Because as soon as I hear the growl, I'm like, no, you can't do that. And, you know, I put the dog, the blind dog on the couch and say, you know, she was here first. And... <laughs> Well, see, that's the, that's the thing. It's not about she was there first. You're, you're not dealing with humans. You're dealing with dogs. It's not who gets there first. It's should they be allowed on the couch at all? Who's going to be allowed on the couch? Who's going to decide who's on the couch? You have to be the decision maker. And as far as energy goes, there's low, medium, and high. When you see two dogs getting into it, you allow them to go to medium, lower, medium, but never to high. So if they, okay. if you see, if you watch them, watch their energy, if you see they're really starting to look like they're going to get into it, you get in there and break it up. You just... I, I mean, you move them with your feet. You walk right into the one that's causing the most trouble and push that dog out of the way with your body. But don't wait till it gets insane because it'll be too late. You'll have to shove a chair between both of them or something. Don't put your hands in there. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, they're little, but I don't think, yeah, teeth are teeth. <laughs> they would bite that's you right. either way. They, w- they will I, bite I you by accident. Stop it, you know. You'll, you, you've got to watch their energy because once dogs get into it, they fight to the you know they fight to the end. I mean that's that's how they're programmed. They fight to the death, so they get crazy and they'll bite you without even knowing they're biting you. So you just you just shove something between them, a chair, a piece of cardboard, or just move one out of the way. But if they're if they're clamped onto each other, you've got to put something in there between them, or, or okay. you need help, another person okay. grabbing them. Don't let it get that high. Okay. Don't let the end. Don't let it get high and be the boss. Human beings take dogs home. They feel sorry for him. Oh, he was in a shelter. He had a rotten life. Your dog doesn't know that you know he had a rotten life. Your dog doesn't know that you're thinking these things, and you shouldn't think these things. What you should be Uh-oh. thinking is, I'm going to be a good, strong pack leader, a good dog owner, and I'm going to give my dog a good life right now. Okay. Right. Live in the moment, just like a dog. Okay. Well, I, I will try that because I, I can't deal with this, you know, even in the middle of the night, if one wants to get on the bed, it's, you know, you can't get up here. Like, what you do okay. is you throw them both off the bed. Don't let either one on the bed. Throw them off the bed. Okay. Don't well, let them yeah, on the bed with crates you. And I try to, you know, dress them up, and here's your crate. But as soon as they whine, I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> I can't deal with this. Oh, well, you got to stop that. Moika, you got to stop that because when they whine, you're giving in, and that teaches them what? To whine more. Right. All right, girl, okay. you go at it. I will try that. Thank you very much. Thanks for your call, Moika. We appreciate it. I do the same thing, though. I, I always give in to the animals, so I'm, let's put it this way. You're not a bad person. Your dogs are better behaved than mine. I can tell you. Oh, my dogs are calm. That's what they it are is. Calm. It's a, you know, your whole life, your your business of having a dog is to basically teach your dog to be calm in all situations. And a calm dog is a well-adjusted, happy dog. On the show today, Prince Lorenzo Borghese, who I found out is an Italian prince, will be joining Ooh. us. Yeah, and I also found out that while he's not married, he is in a relationship. I found out when he walks in corduroy pants, they, they light on fire. Also joining us, cowboy pet poet Baxter Black. Vinny Penn, you're a party animal. Yeah, I'm still with you. Can't get rid of me that easily. Hit my local pet co to buy our, our fish, Betty, her Christmas present. I mean, why would you not have to uh, pick her up a little something? 
a little something special. She is part of the family, and I want you to make sure uh, you stick around next week. This is a two-parter. This is part one. It's a to-be-continued. Uh, but at Petco, grabbing uh, Betty, just a little something for the aquarium, a little accoutrement, a little uh, new little palm tree for her, her little bowl. And I noticed up at the counter, I mean, Petco's obviously your go-to place, but I noticed up at the counter that they were selling dog and cat mints. They were in like little tins, like Altoid tins. And there was no, there was nothing farcical about it, nothing tongue-in-cheek about it. It was dog and cat mints. Now, uh, maybe if it had a funny name, like, uh, you know, Kiss Meow. Maybe something like that. I don't know. It's a little bit clever, but it wasn't either. It just was in a tin, and it's a dog and cat mints. Now, I've said here before, I'm really not into those owners that basically make out with their pets. They they think it means something to us when their cat leaps up onto the table. That alone, I don't think is acceptable. But when they proceed to basically French kiss the cat, uh, um, I, I mean, I'm disturbed by that as it is. These mints are only going to encourage it more. Do they need good breath? I just, I don't understand. What would we do without the saying, oh, that guy, he's got dog breath, man. We can't eradicate that. They're supposed to have bad breath. These are four-legged creatures that are supposed to have bad breath. So needless to say, I apologize to all of you out there who bought dog or cat mints for your pet, which leads us to, uh, to be continued next week. On Party Animal. Animal Radio, Vinny Penn. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to Stella and Chewy's. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews, along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Don't you just hate paying for things you don't need? Man, I do. And that's why I'm here to tell you about PennyBackup.com. We all know about those big companies that allow us to back up computer files and data to a safe place on the web, and that's great. But what makes me crazy is that they make me pay for gigabytes of storage that I don't need. PennyBackup.com is here to the rescue with the same features, the same data protection, the same services, but you pay only 8.9 cents for every gigabyte used. Heck, that's less 
less than a dime per gigabyte. Pennybackup.com continually backs up your data and files, and if your computer gets stepped on by an elephant or your hard drive crashes, you'll be able to download all of your important data to a new computer immediately. And Pennybackup.com is as safe as the other guys. It just costs a lot less at 8.9 cents per gigabyte. Want more proof? Go to Pennybackup.com for a free 30-day trial and see for yourself. See how much money you'll save for no loss of service or security. It's Pennybackup.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Want to find out if you're pregnant? Well, forget those in-home pregnancy tests. Get a beagle. Zoos around the country are soon going to find out whether a beagle named Elvis can let them know when their polar bears are pregnant. The two-year-old has been specially trained for a year by a Kansas handler who's taught dogs to sniff out everything from explosives to bed bugs. A Cincinnati Zoo animal conservation scientist had the idea after a reading about studies on using dogs to detect cancer. Confirming pregnancies of the massive bears a threatened species has been pretty tough, and zoo officials say knowing can help make sure that they can uh, help the mama bears ready for birthing and raising cubs. They separate them from the males, they get them into dens with extra bedding, they step up video camera monitoring, and they line up staff and volunteers for 24-hour cub watches later. It's always nice to know in advance, said Randy Meyerson of the Toledo Zoo, who coordinates polar bear species survival planning for the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. She praised the Beagle Project as thinking outside the box to provide a potentially important new tool. It's non-invasive, and it's simple for zookeepers who pick up fecal samples for Elvis to check out. A federal appeals court is granting a temporary injunction to block government inspections of horses due to be slaughtered. The 10th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has granted the emergency request made by the Humane Society of the U.S. and other animal protection groups. They contend the U.S. Department of Agriculture failed to do environmental reviews before they granted approval for meat companies in New Mexico, Iowa, and Missouri to slaughter horses for human consumption. This follows a district judge's recent dismissal of a lawsuit that was filed by the groups which had cleared the way for the horse slaughters to resume. Police dogs in Nottingham, England, don't have to worry about big vet vet bills after they retire anymore. According to the Nottingham Post, Police and Crime Commissioner Patty Tipping has drawn up a scheme that will give dogs their own pension plans. So if you don't have one, your dog might. The pups will be given up to $800 a year for three years after they retire with the money intended to cover vet bills for problems sustained while on the job. The police dog pension plan, which is the first of its kind in Britain, is scheduled to go live in December. Well, it's time to play Name That Giant Panda Cub at the National Zoo. People can go to the Smithsonian.com and you can choose from one of five Mandarin Chinese names for the zoo's infant panda cub. The winning name will be announced on December 1st. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at Animal Radio. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit fosterandsmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed.
Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Don't you just hate paying for things you don't need? Man, I do. And that's why I'm here to tell you about PennyBackup.com. We all know about those big companies that allow us to back up computer files and data to a safe place on the web, and that's great. But what makes me crazy is that they make me pay for gigabytes of storage that I don't need. PennyBackup.com is here to the rescue with the same features, the same data protection, the same services, but you pay only 8.9 cents for every gigabyte used. Heck, that's less than a dime per gigabyte. PennyBackup.com continually backs up your data and files, and if your computer gets stepped on by an elephant or your hard drive crashes, you'll be able to download all of your important data to a new computer immediately. And PennyBackup.com is as safe as the other guys. It just costs a lot less at 8.9 cents per gigabyte. Want more proof? Go to PennyBackup.com for a free 30-day trial and see for yourself. See how much money you'll save for no loss of service or security. It's PennyBackup.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Wow, it has just been an incredible show today. I gotta say, you've crammed into today's show what really should have been over a month. I know it's a it's, really big show. I'm tired. I'm, I'm already tired. The prince, the prince. Get the prince. I like the prince. The prince is awesome. Borgesi, Borgesi, Borgesi. Borgesi. Prince We've had him Borgesi. on before. He's, yes, we did. He's awesome. I love his sauce. His sauce by the same name is fantastic. Oh, it is so delicious. Does he have a sauce? Mm-hmm. Yes, Borgesi. Yes, Borgesi sauce. <laughs> I, think, I think you're thinking of Worcestershire. And prince Worcestershire. <laughs> prince Borgesi. I love that name. I welcome back, and with great honor, Prince Lorenzo Bregazzi. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Since we last talked, I've done a little bit of research, and I heard that you're actually related to Napoleon's sister? Uh, Yes. uh, No blood, but she married a great-great-uncle of mine, and that was an arranged marriage that Napoleon uh, put together because he wanted uh, a link to Italy and the Vatican Church. Oh. oh, so that explains it. I'll tell you, you learn so much on Wikipedia. It's, uh, yeah, isn't that incredible? I know. I, I, I have to tell you, um, sometimes some information on Wikipedia is incorrect. So I tell everybody to, if they have a page, to check it where it's touched because some people wrong information on it. But the Napoleon uh, family ties is correct. 
Hey, listen, I just saw this article in the paper this morning. I wanted you to chime in on this. It's kind of interesting. You've heard of those sexual offender registries that they have. Uh, if you move into a neighborhood, you could look online and find out where the sexual offenders are in your neighborhood. Yep, I, I heard of that. I know they're trying to do it with uh, with people that abuse animals as well, right? Well, yes. actually, now they That's want to it. do it with dogs, vicious dogs, so you know if there's a vicious dog in your neighborhood. And this is in Orange County, and they think there's about 150 vicious dogs and potentially dangerous dogs. These are dogs that have uh, killed or seriously maimed a person. Are you for that kind of thing? Uh, we're kind of divided here in the studio. Well, let me... I mean, I, I, I think there must be some misinformation because usually, if a, obviously, if a dog has killed somebody, no matter what, that dog uh, is usually put down. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, and if, if the dog is aggressive, it's a, it's the same thing. I mean, the uh, animal control comes over; they have to interview you. Um, you have to get a lot of people to write letters to defend the dog. So, I'm surprised that it's 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 gone to this level because usually, if there is a, a vicious dog, that dog is pulled from the home. Yeah, it's either pulled from a home and euthanized or it's under a condition that it lives out with somebody in a rural area where there's no other people around. Mm. Right. So so to me, I, I mean, I think, one, it's, it's a waste of money. Um, and two, I think it's, it's a waste of time as well. You know, uh, un- unfortunately, when these things happen, it, it, you know, it happens once. So if right. you could foresee a dog being aggressive and attacking someone, I think it would make sense. But, but considering it doesn't happen that way, and when a dog does attack, that dog is usually pulled right away. Yeah, it would have to yeah, be like the perfect storm to have all the, the elements there for this to happen. It's You know, the thing I, I, was, I was referring to that I was hoping they were going to do is that they were discussing a law where if you're an animal abuser, that has to be made public as well. So I thought that made sense because, it, uh, unfortunately, statistics show that if people abuse animals, they're more likely to abuse people as well and be, you know, hard, hardcore criminals. So there was a, uh, a law at least being put into New York State that was going to do the same thing, just like a, a sex offender. Right. Yeah. Prince, you're so well informed. I really, I like you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Well, I'm informed just because everybody gives me information. <laughs> so um, I, I get emails constantly about what's going on, and because I'm in New York, I get a lot about New York law. And there's Buster's Law, which is essentially what I'm describing, and it's it comes from a cat that was abused that was actually burned to death. And then they started doing all these statistics showing that people that abuse animals are more likely to abuse people and be criminals. Um, and they want to make it um, a felony, which in some states it's not. When you abuse an animal, it, it should be a felony. Well, especially since it's been proven that there is that correlation there. Right. Uh, well, Dr. Debbie's been all a Twitter, can we say that? Because uh, she used to watch you when you were on the, uh, what was it, The Bachelor? She was uh, she would DVR it every night and come in and tell us the next day all the details that happened. But that was okay. that was years ago now. Yeah, I, I almost forgot about that. I mean, it's almost been a decade, and, and to me, that was a lifetime ago. I mean, I, I think I've changed a lot in the past seven years, but uh, it was it was fun doing the show at times. I'm glad I did it. It, uh, it allowed me to sort of uh, promote what I love, which are animals, and I think that any opportunity that, that television can bring to bring awareness, uh, I, I jump on. So I have to ask every question, the question that every woman wants to ask, are you still single? Uh, I am currently in a relationship. I'm, I'm dating somebody, Darn. and it's it's been going well, but no, that's uh, good. I, I still haven't gotten but- married. But, 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 but what? Alan? It's going well. It's going well. But, but that means she's got to be. She's got to be in her best behavior at all times. There's a lot of pressure on the Borghese women. A lot of pressure well, actually, there. Actually, I wish that was the case. I have to be in my best behavior. Sure. She is. 
she's definitely uh, keeping me in line. <laughs> is she a uh, is she a New York woman? No, she doesn't live in New York. That's the other thing. She lives down in Florida. Oh, we got that long yeah, distance relationship thing. Yeah. That never yeah, works that, out. You know, yeah. If you're not uh, if you're not behaving yourself with a New York woman, you seriously are jeopardizing your health. <laughs> okay, Alex. Okay. <laughs> but what you've been doing in the past years since the Bachelor, you've done the Royal Treatment Pet Line. It is kind of like a boutique pet line for it's it's high end. Let's face it, but it's it's top of the line stuff. I'm telling you, how's that going? It's been going well, and actually, um, I started that 12 years ago, so I was selling the, the line before I did The Bachelor, and I just started it because my dog had dry skin, and my family has been involved in cosmetics, so um, I used, actually, my brother's contacts in Italy to go ahead and manufacture this, this product line, and it's different than, uh, I think, the a lot of other pet shampoos, one, because it contains a bunch of organic ingredients, and it has essential oils, but also because it's specifically created for dog-sensitive skin, and that's what I needed when my lab was alive. And the shampoos I was using was drying out her coat and her skin, and therefore after two years of, of working on a formula that created something that really worked, and I wanted to share with everybody, and I launched it on HSN uh, 12 years ago, and I've still been doing really well. And my next show is in, in uh, February on the network. Uh, tell us about the Tinsel and Tails event. Yeah, well, this is a great event that's happening in New York City. It's December 7th. Uh, you can get tickets at CelebrityCatwalk.com. And Jennifer, who's a good friend of mine, always puts on um, at least one event a year, and it's to benefit the homeless animals here in New York City. We're going to put links over at AnimalRadio.com if you want to find out more about that. That's happening the 7th of December, 1 to 4 p.m. I, I don't know. The location of that is... Uh... It's 20 West 22nd Street. Yeah. Between 5th and 6th on 22nd, that's New York City. Well, of course, because you always have those numbers intersecting. You can never do that. If idiots <laughs> like me could never get that. I would, I would take years to figure my way around New York City. We'll <laughs> no, put... you wouldn't. It's very simple. Really? You think yeah, I could well, do it, Alan? Absolutely. It's a grid system, my man. 5th and 6th Avenue and 22nd Street. An idiot could find that. <laughs> and with, the, with uh, our, our phones now, you can find anything. Yeah. Yes. There's an app for that. that. Easy. Well, thank you so much for hanging with us again. He, we he, appreciate it. we got to do it again sooner. Yeah, Can I ask I, the Prince I, I a question? I'll see you guys uh, again very soon, and thanks for having me on. And I know it's a little but happy holidays to everyone. And um, Can I ask one question before you go, Mr. Prince? You're obviously a very intelligent, smart man with multiple ideas. Do you have an oh, idea no. we could rip off that, that we could go to Shark Tank with, <laughs> that we could get on that show make and make millions money. with? Yeah, what about... Um, why don't you guys go with my shampoo? Rip my shampoo off, go to Shark Tank, and tell me this is the best sh uh, shampoo you guys have ever used on your dogs. You ripped it off, but you found a way to do it for half the cost. <laughs> This fourth of Animal Radio brought to you by FlexRx. Like people as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem they face. FlexRx doesn't just mask those symptoms, it restores natural joint function. FlexRx, available at Pet Supplies Plus. Head on over to the website at AnimalRadio.com. Hit their link on the front page and get a $10 off coupon right there for FlexRx. Hey, Joey, you're a little bit under the weather today. I got to tell folks that. So we're going to be real gentle with you. Yeah, you guys um, took, you guys did a toll on me. That's all. Your that's voice all I'm going to say. Every, everyone's been sick in this studio, and I think I was the final frontier next to Joy because she's nowhere near us. Thank God um, for her. She's still but, healthy. Um, yeah. I got to tell you, it actually kind of sounds sexy. 
kind of has a Barry White thing. Yeah. Judy's, of course, very aroused by it. So, I, okay, good, good. Sing so I hope me a all song. the ladies, are, I hope all the ladies are listening. I think my voice is sexy right now and sends me, um, you know, perverted emails. So that'd be good. <laughs> Send you their panties. This is something I've been getting for a long time: questions, emails, everything. There's a lot of people that the first thing they ask me, and they think because I groom dogs that I know everything else about them, which I want to tell everyone that I really don't. Um, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm part of the show, so I actually can learn from you guys. But one thing I do know is when you're looking to buy a dog, and everyone wants to know, well, what kind of dog can I get that doesn't shed? And the best answer I can give them is, is don't get a dog then, because it's part of the natural process. The dogs that shed, the maintenance in the grooming salon is a lot less than the dogs that don't shed. It's like a double-edged sword. People will go out and they'll get the um, hypoallergenic um, dogs, so to speak. Like Obama like, got, right? Like Obama got. Yes, you got a Portuguese, Portuguese water, water dog. Right. Which um, it, it sheds every little, but it still sheds. And again, I want everyone to know that it does nothing for your allergies, but it keeps the hair out of your house. Is, is, really, is really all it does. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bichons, the Labradoodles, the Golden Doodles, and all of that. Now, what people fail to realize with these dogs... It's heavy maintenance, heavy grooming maintenance. I mean, Labradors come in, and we see dollar signs as, as groomers, and, and it's a lot of work. It's not a little bit of work. I mean, the dogs have coats that take, um, you know, and 45 minutes to an hour just to dry alone by hand, never mind the haircut that goes on top of it. And if you're looking at a groomer that's charging you anywhere from 50 to $75 an hour, Yikes. well, you can figure out exactly what the, what the grooming charges are going to be. So what I tell everyone is this. There's a great app, wonderful app called AKC. It's an AKC app, okay? And what it does, it'll tell you about all breeds of dogs, and not only the ones that are registered by the AKC, but also it has a little, it has a designer breed um, of unregistered dogs. So it's going to give you all the tips that you need to know about dogs that shed, about dogs that don't shed, about dogs that require a lot of grooming, about dogs that don't require a lot of grooming. Because grooming, which people don't realize, is a big portion of what, what your monthly total is going to be besides pet food, besides um, you know going to the veterinarian, besides pet insurance and everything else that goes along with it, you actually have to add that in there. And, and if you're going to get a pet, it's like getting children. You have to factor in everything that's going to go along with it, and grooming is a big part of it. So before you go out, before you get that pet, because the last thing I want to see, and you see it a lot, and you see it usually around the holiday season, is dogs that end up in the shelters or go back to wherever they came from because they don't have a home, mainly because they didn't realize how much the dog was going to shed or how much the grooming costs were going to be. Right. Do your research, and then when you can come to the happy medium of what works for you, well, you know what? That might be the dog for you. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Just days away from Thanksgiving. Hard to believe this year has just flown by. Christmas is around the corner. Black Friday in a few days. Do your shopping for your animals. This is, of course, the time of year where Dr. Debbie makes a whole boatload of money. What yeah. you say, I don't know if I, I make a lot of money, but I definitely see a lot of volume of patients coming through my doors at this time of the year. Is it mostly food related? 
You know, the biggest reason, yes, it's usually from things either we feed to our pets or things that they get into. And, uh, you know, a good majority of people want to share their holiday feast with their pet. And we knew that about 60% of pet owners do fess up to this. So the problem is knowing when that's good and when that's not a good idea for your pet. Well, wait, I want to share the holiday with my pet. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of, can we do that? Well, in small amounts, in, in keeping in mind your pet's unique health okay. uh, condition and needs. So if a pet has a history of pancreatitis or is on a special food for a food allergy or just gets upset if you switch the treats from on a net from time to time, those are pets you really don't want to even dabble into sharing the leftovers. Mm. For me, I recommend I don't share my holiday feast with my dogs and I'm a tough mama and so I do give them dog treats in place of that. But if you do feel compelled that you want to give your dog something from that holiday table, I try to keep it to the lean the white meat, the turkey breast. That's the best that we can give. Okay. Um, avoiding the skin. What about the and bones? No, skip those bones. Whether you cook them or if they're raw, they can have the potential to injure the mouth, the, get stuck in the esophagus, and, and cause obstructions along the way as it's moving through. So you want to avoid that. And the important thing I mentioned about turkey skin and even dark meat is it's higher in fat, and it can be more likely to trigger the problem pancreatitis. Oh. Add in things like those rich sides and gravies and all that, and pancreatitis is a, a really big problem. It, it can be life-threatening and uh, a lot a lot of dogs really struggle with this around the holidays, and that's what we'll be seeing tons of, I guarantee you. Uh, there are other foods, too. I know that, uh, like, onion isn't good for them, and garlic powder. What else? Yeah, so onions and garlic, uh, macadamia nuts. You might have those sitting around. Uh, grapes and raisins yep. cause kidney failure. Um, and just, you know, high-salt foods. A lot of these sides that we eat are really salty, and they're going to cause a diarrhea um, and be very unpleasant. And then make sure all the sweets, chocolates, keep those away from your pet. Don't leave them on low-lying tables. Uh, okay, and the, and what's the lowdown on the chocolate? Some people say you can have it. Some people <laughs> say you can't have it. What what is the real lowdown? I don't like to give it at all because you actually can create a dog who develops a taste for chocolate, and I have one of those. And even though he was hospitalized with a chocolate toxicity, um, he still thinks it's the greatest thing on the earth, and he will he would break his leg to try to get it. So it's best to not even share that little bite with your dog. Okay. I usually have turkey sandwiches for days, weeks, months. Mm, in fact, I still have favorite. turkey from last Years. year in my refrigerator. Years. <laughs> Years. Is that okay to feed to the dog? You have to use smart signs here. So there's a three- to four-day window of once that food's been in your fridge, it's not safe for you to eat. And your dog isn't a garbage disposal, so do not feed that to your pet after that point when it's unsafe for you. Um, I actually have had that happen, and it was, I think it was a seven or eight days out, and the dog got such horrible foodborne illness, it was so sick. Um, yeah. Poor dog was hospitalized for days. Mm-hmm. So don't do it. You know, I just cleaned a lime out of the back of my refrigerator. Well, I thought it was a lime, and it was actually a head of lettuce. That, oh, that, how? Yeah, I know. <sighs> So let's say the dog does overindulge. Do they need to immediately go to the vet? How do you know they've overindulged? And is there anything we can do at home? You need to know what's normal for your pet. You know, if it's something that uh, where they're not really painful in their belly, they're not seeming like they're running a fever, you know, you may just withhold food for about 24 hours. Just let them take it easy. Um, that may help settle the system. If we're having more ongoing things like vomiting, they're feverish, or they're really tense and uncomfortable in that abdomen, you need to get to see a veterinarian. But, you know, if it's a mild case, you can just, you know, maintain hydration with uh, either Pedialyte or there's a veterinary product called uh, Rebound, which is a chicken flavor. Uh, electrolyte solution, <laughs> and you can feed that. Chicken, and then in some cases, 
cases I'll give kaopectate as long as the pet is not on uh, steroids or any kind of arthritis oh, medicine. I love that stuff. Kaopectate? <laughs> oh, there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Wow, now I know what to get you for Christmas. And they also sell that at 7-Eleven, so I'll have You're no problem. covered, I'm covered yeah. for you, Alan. There you go, Dr. Debbie. Check out her books, Yorkshire Terrier, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend over at Kindle. And, of course, we link to it from AnimalRadio.com. Hey, Jeannie. Hey, how are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Roanoke, Virginia. That's a beautiful place. Spent a little time there. I got the doctor here, Dr. Debbie. What's going on? Hi. Hi. I am owned by a cat who is oh, 10 years at old. At least you can admit it. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> he has me very well trained. I walk on my end of the leash. It works really well for us. Um, he drools more than the basset hounds I've owned in my life. Oh, and in I what don't situations? Know if this is a normal thing, because it seems to be getting that he drools more than he used to. And okay. it's just really weird. <laughs> so, it, what context? When, when is he doing this drooling behavior? When he's happy, when he's being petted and purring, and it just sits and drips <laughs> off of him, and then he slobbers it all over the place, just like a DOG does. Oh, yes, yes. So, <laughs> if this behavior is happening when he's in a content emotional state. We kind of call these guys happy droolers. And um, in most cases, it's a completely normal response. It's just a parasympathetic response that they have when they're in a happy place. Um, okay. To- to stop it, I don't know. He's a happy guy. This is his way of telling you. That I guess the challenge I would have it would be that, you know, if you wake up and you've got a big spittle of drool about to fall on your face, it would remind me of me and my yeah. brother when we were kids and you try to spit on each other, you know, yeah. spit in you. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, we have that. would that. be what I would think of. But, you know, the <laughs> other things, the other concerns that I have when we have a really drooly kitty, because it's not as common, like you say, you know, we're not a basset hound, an English bulldog cats. So some other concerns we have with excessive drooling are nausea, uh, dental disease, and like respiratory infections, things like that. But one of the dental concerns that in many cases that I'll look at, um, and if you haven't had his teeth looked at recently, I would encourage it because we can see a problem called root lesions, uh, which are basically the closest thing would be like cavities in humans where cats can get these holes in the enamel of their teeth and that can cause some pain and uh, other issues going on. So that could potentially uh, lead to more drooling than we might uh, tend to see or, you know, other causes of tummy upset. Okay. Um, but, you know, I'd say if if we tend to do this only in those situations when he's happy, uh, you, you just got a drooler on your, uh, <laughs> your hands and you're going to need yeah, a bib. Yeah, I just continue to tell him I love him drooly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, thank you so much for your call today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. 1-866-405-8405. I'm a happy drooler. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Wow, it has been quite the show thus far this hour gets even better. We're going to talk to the guy who was on Shark Tank with Pet Paint, Abe Geary, a couple weeks back. I want to ask him all about his Shark Tank experience. He did not make a deal with the sharks. Of course, Alan over here trying to think of the greatest invention that he can get on Shark Tank with every week I hear it is, why, can't, why didn't I think of that? I've got the idea for Shark Tank. 
What do you got? Holiday lights. You know, it's so like, you, you know, like lights you can light up your dog. You know, just wrap him up. Been done. <laughs> How about the holiday light sweater? Yes. Beautiful. Let's do it. <laughs> Until it short circuits. How about a how about a dog bowl that your dog wears all the time? <laughs> it's just attached to his head. How about the prescription windshield? Have you ever thought of that? I always get in the car and I forget my glasses and I have to go back in the house. That's genius. Yeah. That's genius. I'm telling you. Pitch that on Shark Take. Uh, so he'll be on the show this hour also. Baxter Black, he's the cowboy poet. A very funny guy from NPR in the Tonight Show. Well, you've seen him all And he used to be a veterinarian. Yeah, I just he found sure that was. Out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him at uh, vet conferences speaking before. So, yeah, he's a funny guy. He has uh, big arms because he was a uh, wild, large, animal. large animal vet. Yes, <laughs> they always have those big biceps. For you know, you notice the strangest things, Hal. You really do. You really, uh, you're very, your observations are very, very uh, unique. Why do they have those big arms, Dr. Debbie? Well, <laughs> I think he already knows. He just wants me to describe it in detail. Well, let me just say, there's. I use like little white gloves, um, little latex gloves. These guys use latex sleeves that go up from their wow. tip of their finger to their shoulder. Wow! So uh-huh. when they're doing little rectal exams, they are up to the shoulder in these creatures. <laughs> Get some muscles after a while. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, you've heard the old saying, it's raining cats and dogs. Sure. Well, it was raining cats at Miami International Airport. Oh. I'll give you the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Let's go to this one over here. I didn't even know this line existed. Do we Do we really have seven lines? We do. I know. We oh, have wow. ten, actually. Okay. Amanda. Hey, Amanda. How are you doing? Well, hello. Where are you calling well, from you? today, cheery little gal? <laughs> I'm calling for lovely Port Wanimi, California, oh. little military town. Oh, I know. Ooh, give we're, a shout out. Animal Radio started in Oxnard, California, so yeah. we're very familiar with the Oxnard. Oxnard. <laughs> what's an Oxnard? <laughs> the Nard of the Ox. Yes. Hey, what's going on with you, Amanda? Well, my neighbor has like a multitude of cats, and she is allowing her cats free range in our area, so there's no control of them. Uh, They take the liberty of uh, spraying my door, Mm -hmm. and they have made it their thing to do. And I I spoke with her, and she denies that they do it, even though she knows (laughs) that they're doing it. Uh, Okay. And, And do you have pets yourself? I have none. Oh, that's kind of interesting that they're coming to your door there, then. Yeah. So, okay, so you've already tried talking to her, and that's not getting you anywhere, huh? No. <laughs> okay, well, there are some things that you can use as deterrence um, to try to keep the kitties away from your area and your property. Um, normally, I, my first recommendation is to go knocking on the door and to talk to the folks about that, um, because in many communities, even though cats are often let outside, there are leash laws. Um, right. And to allow them to run at large is actually a violation of the leash law. So that's something I always like to try to kind of encourage them to um, take take control of, of the kitty world there. Um, the next things that you might be faced with doing are looking for those good deterrents that can help to encourage those cats to find out something else that's not so appealing as your house. Um, and the first thing that I like to direct folks to are some of the wonderful motion-activated deterrent systems that are out there. And that's these... True. I have two of them in place, and okay. I don't know what's going on. They they jump up on the screen and swing. Okay. <laughs> they do that. Mm-hmm. So, and do you have the kind that uh, shoots out water or makes a no. sound? Mine, I understand, emits a high pitch, 
a sound that humans don't hear. And I sort of believe that's a lie. Well, it just might not be maybe as offensive as we need. Um, and uh, the the one thing I recommend, if you can make it happen, is that they have motion-activated ones that actually you hook up to your sprinkler. And um, it, it basically sends out a big... And um, when the kitty sets off that, or, or I guess even the mailman, so you got to kind of watch how you set these things up. Um, but when the critter walks through the electronic eye, the the water gets turned on, and it you know for cats that's a that's a kind deterrent, if you will. Um, so that might be one option. There are also other ones that are motion-activated um, sounds, uh, one that is like a compressed canister that goes and, and kind of more along the lines of a cat hiss. And that might be something else that's a little bit more um, up a kitty's alley than worrying about some of these high-pitched noises. Um, and then, you know, I like to try some natural things and um, throw in, along with all these other steps that I'm mentioning, um, use some citrus. Cats don't typically like citrus, so you can take things like lemon peels or orange peels and kind of put them in the area around where you want to avoid them from um, going through. Um, So that's nice if it's a garden area or just somewhere off to the side. um, And change that as they kind of dry out and and lose their freshness. But that that can be helpful as well to... To just encourage them to not come to that area. Now that you said this was a door, or it's a it's porch? a screen door. Screen door. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in most situations, if we have cats peeing in the house in inappropriate places, we would ask you to use an enzyme-based cleaner. Now, if you don't have a cat, you probably don't have this on the shelf. But if there's a way that you can kind of clean and disinfect the area, you'd want to go to a pet store and pick up an enzyme-based cleaner that helps to break down the odor of the cat urine. And that can be um, you know, a good way to try to take away some of the interest for them returning to the scene of the crime. And, and I, you know, the other thing, I have had some friends that are kind of in some of the rural areas that have told me that using um, some of the different predator urines, like coyote urine, um, and kind of uh, taking a little essence of coyote urine and sprinkling that in the environment, that, uh, you know, different type of smell, different kind of urine, but it, yeah. it, as, a, as a scent, it, it can be um, a deterrent because, you know, cats don't typically want to go hanging out where some of these predators are, and that might be a way to kind of psychologically try to keep them away as well yeah. but what's worse yeah we could send joey volani over there to uh take Let care of your neighbor it. no no Jeez, oh my gosh okay we we wish you the best of luck with that there's a few ideas there if you if you're still at odds ends give me a call back we'll try to put an end to this because i know it's kind of tough especially if you don't have an animal which is kind of strange that they're over there if you don't maybe is, someone who is. lived there before yeah. you had an animal they did they had several cats ah. yeah. but not that door that door is brand new oh. well it was new six, six years ago when i moved in well try some of those things and then call us back if you're still having problems okay i certainly will and i thank you much have a great day Hey, I want to thank the guys over at Stella and Chewy's for sponsoring Animal Radio. Uh, they make this programming possible, and they also make some pretty darn good food, too, like the Chewy's Chicken Dinner, the Simply Venison Dinner, Stella's Super Beef, Duck Duck Goose, and the Phenomenal Pheasant. Now they have the intro pack for four ninety nine. It's a great price to find out which flavor your dog likes. Check it out at StellaandChewy's.com and pick up the intro pack wherever Stella and Chewy's is sold. I almost sound like professional disc jockey today. <laughs> Almost, Al. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. 
it's Guy Fieri. And before the game, it's all about the tailgating. Burgers, sausage and peppers, onions, hot wings, you name it. But come game time, if you got yourself a whole bunch of heartburn, roll out the Rolaids. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. Rolaids gets you back in the action fast. Its dual-active formula neutralizes more acid than Tums. For indigestion and heartburn, get rapid relief with Rolaids. R-O-L-A-I-D-S? Now that's how you spell relief. Use as directed. Acid neutralization may not correlate with symptom relief. Don't you just hate paying for things you don't need? Well, I do. And that's why I'm here to tell you about PennyBackup.com. We all know about those big companies that allow us to back up our computer files to a safe place on the web, and, and that's great. What makes me crazy is that they make me pay for gigabytes of storage that I don't need. PennyBackup.com is here to the rescue. Same features, same data protection, same services, but you pay only 8.9 cents per gigabyte used. That's less than a dime per gigabyte. Save money, lose nothing along the way. Go to PennyBackup.com. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-645-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-645-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-645-MYTV. 1-855-645-MYTV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-645-MYTV. 1-855-645-MYTV. I did not know you knew how to moonwalk. You're very talented, Alan. Thank you for uh, noticing one of my rare gifts. Maybe you can teach me that later. I always, I can never make it look as real as that. It'll cost you 5% of my business. Can I borrow that glove? For 5% of your business. I see. That's how you're going to make money now. You you can't even think of an original idea, so you're going to you're gonna grab the coattails of That'll other cost, people. Uh, Dr. Dr. Debbie, 3% of her business. I work hard, man. You're not taking my 3%. <laughs> Damn straight. That's, that's what I like. The government's taking it all. Animal Radio is brought to you by Sweet Scoop. Thanks, guys. Brand new sponsors to Animal Radio, all-natural clumping cat litter. Stop litter box odors instantly with Sweet Scoop. It's chemical-free and 100% biodegradable. If you want to learn more, visit them at their website. Now, this is kind of strange spelling, so listen carefully. It's Sweet, S-W-H-E-A-T, as in wheat, wheat, wheat. It's made out of wheat. Sweetscoop.com. Hi, Marianne. How are you doing? I am doing fine. Sounds like you're having fun. Well, you know, it's very near Thanksgiving for us, and I'm just thinking about what's going to be under the Thanksgiving tree this year. But what's going on with you? Thanksgiving tree. Okay. Well, lots of things, but the reason I was calling is because I'm sort of desperate for help with a kitten that we got this summer. He's um, a male. He's now six months old and already 11 pounds. Wow. Just about... From the time we got him from a rescue, and he um, bites us, and he bites often and hard, and it's sneak attack. So we we did check back with the rescue early, and they suggested we get him neutered early, so we did that. But now I'm sort of wondering if there's anything else we should be looking for or trying other than the things we have tried. We don't play rough. 
We use toys when we play. We don't use our hands. Okay. Um, so we're sort of to the point where we're at a loss, and we've had cats forever, so we're not quite sure what's with this guy. So what is, what's the typical situation when he bites you? Is it when you're just walking around the house and he kind of just pretty much ambushes you and attacks your ankles? He does ambush, but a lot of the times it's when we're just sitting still watching TV and he, you know, he's a kitten, he's huge and he's got a lot of energy, but, uh, you know, we're happy to play with him, but he'll just sneak up and grab your arm. Or Okay. Well, and, and with cats, especially young cats, you know, and you recognize he's got a lot of energy yeah. and it's a little harder to get these guys that, um, that outlet for their energy. Um, so that is definitely one of the big things that I focus on is trying to find ways to interact with the kitty. Um, so the interactive toys, and you're so right. We don't want to play ever with our cats with our hands, um, or even toys within the hands. We want extension toys, things that you can kind of swing, yeah, use a handle. Yes, those are wonderful. So that's definitely one route that I would recommend to go. Now, do you know any of his original history as far as how the shelter got him, how he came to be there? I do, and I should have known better. Um, They said that they found him alongside of a barn when he was approximately two days old, and Uh his litter mates had already died, and the mom wasn't either around or maybe she was dead too. I can't remember. So he was brought into the shelter lady's home where she bottle fed him. Uh, okay. And, All right. You know, so he had a really rough start. Uh, but then by the time we met him, he looked, you know, he looked healthy. He had been placed in a little kennel with a, lit, with a litter of kittens so that he had other kittens around him. But he was bottle fed and he was a stray. Okay. So, well, at least he did grow up around kittens. Because I was, when you were giving me that history, I was like, oh my goodness. So, for cat owners out there, the number one thing when cats do this, I always go back to the history. Because if a cat is raised without its mom, um, they lose the ability to really learn bite inhibition. So, normally cats, uh, kittens, you know, learn through play with their mom and their other kittens in the, in the household. And when they bite too hard and play is kind of exceeding that, that threshold, they get a correction. And with kittens that don't grow up with that interaction in that kitty socialization, they can actually have a real problem with um, aggressive play and biting. So, I mean, that definitely makes sense. So he is a product of his upbringing and his environment, and that helps to explain things. So he really hasn't learned better. And then plus he's got all this energy. So that's going to be our, our real goal. Now, when I have a kitten that's doing this, the most important thing I tell cat owners is we really don't punish these kitties because it can actually escalate things. Now, you can give a verbal correction saying no or ouch or, you know, stop or something like that, but you don't want to do anything to discipline a cat. So I don't chase them down. Uh, you know, I don't squirt them with water. Um, that actually makes their anxiety greater. And it actually can make a bigger component of fear with these type of things. So it can escalate things quite a bit. Just avoid that. Now, when that does happen and you say, hey, ouch, or stop, you want to cease contact. So you don't want to talk to the cat. You don't want to look at the cat. You really need to just not give them any attention because for many cats, it'll become attention-seeking behavior. So they get your attention. Hey, mom's paying attention to me now. So I'm going to keep doing this all the time in the future because I know I'm going to get her to yell at me, chase at me, whatever it might be. So that's a really big thing. And that can be hard to do, especially if you've got a really worked-up kitty. So clamps onto your arm or your leg. We do... We do try. We say, you know, ouch and no, and then try to ignore him, but it'll 
come back an hour later and he, he bites hard, so it's really hard to ignore. It's going to take more than just that, so that's part of things. But we will need to try to make some kind of activity, scheduled activity for him. So for cats that do this, I try to schedule playtime, you know, five to ten minutes at the max at an interval, because usually it gets so excited and worked up during their play session that you got to stop. And that's going to be the thing that you need to learn, is when you're watching him, we need to recognize when his body language is saying, I'm about to blow, and that may be you were watching his ears, his eyes may be darting back and forth, those ears may be back, that tail may be swishing a little bit faster than normal. Those are going to be your cues that you need to say, okay, whether we're petting him, we're playing with him, or I'm just in the same room with him, I need to put some distance between me and him. So that may mean give him a toy, something to play with. The food dispensing toys, just like we have for dogs, can be helpful for cats. He loves toys. Um, He's got them all over the house plays real well with him. You're going you're gonna to schedule more playtime, and then you're going to not give him um, uh, negative uh, reinforcement for this uh, behavior. And then things even like petting and uh, just kind of sitting with him, those same things. So if you're petting him for a few minutes and he's starting to get agitated, you need to stop. And, and that's really where you need to get that distance. And, and all of these things together, what I recommend. So it, it isn't a single one thing fix. And, and you may even need to try some, you know, special remedies, things like, uh, the feel away diffusers, the scent pheromones, um, which can help to have a calming effect and can help with trainability in both dogs and cats. Now, for many owners, that have a cat like this, you know, I do talk about whether or not we can find a similar personality cat that can thrive in that household. We don't want a cat that would be very timid or shy, but a cat that is bold, young, and outgoing might be a good way for him to expend some energy and um, take a little bit of the the contact off of you. Um, so if there's room in your household and your lives for another cat, um, that would be my one guideline is you really got to make sure you find a cat that is um, not one of those kind of uh, scaredy cats. Right now, we can't we can't manage that. We have we have sort of a full, a lively, an African gray bird, and having two crazy cats would probably put us all over the edge. <laughs> I like that idea. I just can't I can't try it. Yeah, and definitely, you know, you can try some of those things as far as training. Um, the big things for me are really going to be finding ways and opportunities to, to entertain him. So there's some really great toys out there that are uh, laser light uh, toys that, that dangle mice and help me how the names... Frolly cats. Yeah, frolly cat. Uh, there's <laughs> frolly cat. A, a whole bunch of them, and in fact, uh, I can. Well, I'll email you the list of these oh, great. Super. Yeah, there's also. I, I yeah, we've got toys all over, and he likes lasers, but um, he likes them for a while, and then he comes and bites us. So <laughs> we're willing to try more. Is it possible he might grow out of this? Um, not generally, no. I mean, it's this. This is something that he's lacked that social skill. Um, so maybe when he gets much, much older. But he's a young guy. He's still got a lot of uh, a lot of young years ahead of him. So um, with most training things, and I'm, I'm sure with with dogs, Alan will agree that bad behaviors don't go away. They actually escalate and get worse. So um, I, I would work hard on that. You said that um, when cats are little. And they're growing up, their mom corrects them when they do stuff like this. How does the mama cat uh, correct the, the little cats? What does she do? It may be something as simple as a, a hiss and maybe a look. And then if the kitten doesn't respond, then she may grab them, shake them. She may just give them a bite. And, uh, you know, so can't, all of can't that. Can't we do that? Can't humans do the same thing? Like if you did the exact same thing that a mama cat did, if you watched a little mama cat with teeth. 
The, the hard thing is, at this point in development, it, it actually is seen more as a threat. So gotcha. they don't have that window of socialization in dogs and cats is really in those first few months. And if they don't get this exposure and socialization, then not to say we've missed the boat, but we kind of have. So um, to try to correct her by shaking her in the neck really is going to set you up to get hurt and to actually make that kitty very frustrated and angry. Do you think that, I mean, I, I was thinking he needed more exercise at times bought a harness which he'll let me put on him and he's an indoor cat and I, I mm-hmm. just wondered if there's any chance that taking him outside or trying to teach him to go on a harness would help or might that overstimulate and make it worse it certainly might help. Um, the, the big thing is making sure he's comfortable with the harness and walking on that, you know, before you get outside and it becomes a, uh, you know, fish on a hook kind of situation where he's trying to attack the leash or, or, or to you. Um, but, you know, the other thing is if there's ways that you can get um, other ways to stimulate him, um, window seats or those little um, indoor-outdoor cat rooms that, you know, you can attach to a window, that gives them the opportunity to watch things outside, to focus on other things and really give them something more to do then just wait until you walk around to attack you. This is Animal Radio. Hey fans, how would you like to show off your little one dressed in your favorite team's gear to attend the Tournament of Roses Parade and VIP passes to this season's Rose Bowl in Pasadena? Simply enter the Exergen Future Fan Photo Contest. Follow Exergen on Instagram and Twitter and let them take you to the granddaddy of them all. Then post a photo of your favorite football fan on Instagram or Twitter with the hashtag Future Fan Contest to be entered for your opportunity to win. Visit Instagram.com slash Corp for entry details, official rules, and how to win. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Come on, sweetie. Jump to Dad. I'm not sure, Daddy. The water's cool. There are moments in life that cause us to hesitate. Jump right here. Uh, okay. Here I come. I got you. Good job. I did it. That was fun. But once we take action, we're really glad that we did. If you're thinking about selling your home, don't hesitate. Interest rates are low and buyers are in the market. Every market's different. Call a Realtor today and visit Realtor.com. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption. Canine Caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Hey, it's Guy Fieri. And before the game, it's all about the tailgating. Burgers, sausage and peppers, onions, hot wings, you name it. But come game time, if you got yourself a whole bunch of heartburn, roll out the Rolaids. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. Rolaids gets you back in the action fast. Its dual active formula neutralizes more acid than Tums. For indigestion and heartburn, get rapid relief with Rolaids. R-O-L-A-I-D-S? Now that's how you spell relief. Use as directed. Acid neutralization may not correlate with symptom relief. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Forsyth, Georgia, a buzz after thousands of bees spilled onto the highway. According to the Macon Telegraph, a semi-truck that was carrying beehives had a tire blowout, and the result was an accident that littered the highway with broken hives, 
honeycombs, and a cloud of angry bees. Cleanup crews were able to remove the hives and the bees, but a couple lanes of traffic were closed for several hours. Monroe County Emergency Agency Director uh, Matthew Perry, not the actor, they might look alike, but he described the incident as a sticky mess. Concy Taylor was halfway through a banana when she saw a white spot on the skin. This is going to gross you out. She thought that was just a little bit of mold. Well, that thought is gross enough. But then the spot burst open and baby spiders started scurrying across the fruit. Here's where I bit my tongue a little bit. The British woman told the staff at Sainsbury Supermarket about their spider-infested offerings. They gave her a $15 coupon, but when she sent a picture of the spiders to a pest control company... This is when things got very scary. She was told that those unwanted little nasties could be Brazilian wandering spiders. They've been called the most venomous spider in the world. According to Sky News, those particular spiders can be extremely aggressive, and a bite from them can trigger loss of muscle control, breathing problems, paralysis, and eventual asphyxiation. Well, Sainsbury's not only apologized to the family, but put them up in a hotel and paid for their entire home to be fumigated. You know what? Apples, mm, they're pretty good this time of year, huh? <laughs> a group of French teenagers in trouble with the law after they allegedly stole a circus llama, according to the British newspaper The Independent. The group of five teens who were allegedly intoxicated and coming home from a night of clubbing came across Serge, the llama, at a closed-down circus in the city of Bordeaux. Well, apparently, the group first tried to take home a zebra, but that animal wouldn't go with them. However, one of the group members says that Serge walked with them like a good dog would have. The group were busted after they took the animal onto Bordeaux's tram system, which caught the eye of a ticket inspector. It's kind of hard to hide a llama, you know, and look like you're just act naturally. The teens were eventually arrested for stealing Serge, who reportedly made it back to his habitat in good condition. Well, can it really rain cats and dogs? Well, at least it apparently can rain cats, at least kittens, if you're waiting for a flight at the Miami International Airport. Three kittens recently fell from the ceiling of Terminal J in Miami International Airport. The kittens were discovered after a traveler complained of some odd noises in a certain area of the airport. Well, at one point, she looked up toward the ceiling with curious security employees, and what followed was, it's raining kittens. The little cats came tumbling from the ceiling. Firefighters took the kitties to Animal Control, who will adopt them. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterandSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Hey, fans. How would you like to show off your little one dressed in your favorite team's gear to attend the Tournament of Roses Parade and VIP passes to this season's Rose Bowl in Pasadena? Simply enter the Exergen Future Fan Photo Contest. Follow Exergen on Instagram and Twitter and let them take you to the granddaddy of them all. Then post a photo of your favorite football fan on Instagram or Twitter with the hashtag Future Fan Contest to be entered for your opportunity to win. Visit Instagram.com slash Exergen Corp for entry details, official rules, and how to win. No purchase necessary to enter or win. 
Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-645-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-645-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-645-MY-TV 1-855-645-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-645-MY-TV 1-855-645-MY-TV Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pets. Toll free, it's 1-866-405-8405. And if you listen to much Animal Radio, you know Alan, myself, and I believe even uh, Joey, big fans of Shark Tank. Big fans. Big Big fans. Love that show. First of all, I'm going to sleep by 7 o'clock, so it always has to be DVR. (laughs) Any of that late night programming, I'll watch a few days later. Last night, I had a chance to check out Abe Geary. He's on. Who is he? Well, he tried to make a deal with the Sharks for his pet paint. And I said to Judy, pet pet paint? Don't we have some? Didn't someone send some in for some reviews? We have it right here. Found a box of pet paint right here. We decided to get him on the phone, and by the way, I don't think he made a deal with the Sharks. Abe, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you all doing? Can you hear me now? I can, I can hear you now. Oh, great. Before we get to the paint, no, let's go right to the paint, and then we'll, we'll talk about Shark Tank. But tell, tell listeners what the paint's all about. Well, it's a dog-safe, washable, temporary color hairspray. So, um, you know, where there's been dyes and some other you know, weird things to color your dogs in the past, we thought it'd be a good idea to have something that's temporary. So if you've got a birthday party or a football game or Halloween or Fourth of July coming up, you got a fun product to paint your dog, and then you can wash it off the next day. What is it Jeez. made of? Well, it, we started with safe ingredients because there's a couple things that uh, are unique to dogs. Who's in the background there? I can't hear you. Yeah, who's, yeah. who's the mouthpiece in the background? Yeah, he's got to <laughs> shut up. Don't, this is this is the pinnacle of go. your career. You thought Shark Tank was big. This is really going to throw you over the edge here. So let, I want to just hear you. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, we started with safe ingredients because there's a little bit of a difference between dogs and humans. You know, there's been colored hairspray for humans for for years, but you don't lick your hair and you don't sit on your head. When you don't you're on know your how. Or your carpet. Right. So th- those are the two biggest things that we need to tackle when we create a pet paint. Is one, it has to be safe so that dogs can lick because we know they can reach everywhere. And they had to not come off on everything when they you know, run around the house or the car and so on. Well, i got to ask the obvious question, for me at least. And for Judy, Judy dresses up her dogs. You'll, they'll be in tutus, all kinds of weird things. Would, for Judy, would you do this? Would you paint your dog? I have. Okay, what, what about you, Alan? Yes. Would you paint Rudy? No, I, I prefer to put a traffic cone over his head. <laughs> now, Joey Volani, you probably do get people that come in there, especially around Halloween and such, and ask you to paint their dogs, right? We do it all year all year long. And um, matter of fact, I've judged many creative grooming contests with a lot of painted dogs. 
How can we get down to the nitty gritty? That's, what did, I, that's did, exactly did, what I was thinking. Did, that's did the sharks try to rip your head off and, <laughs> and crap down your throat? That's what I was. What, what did you ask for first of all? Yeah, I was two hundred thousand for a twenty percent equity stake. Uh, okay, looking uh, back upon that now, would you still have done that? Oh, probably not now. Um, but you know, you go in there and and um, and you give it a go and you see what what's going to happen. I mean, you know, valuation is an interpretive thing. Sure. So there's people who are strictly by the numbers. And um, and then there's people by the idea, so you try and get you know get the mix right in the middle. Well, I got to tell you, most of those guys up there, the Shark Tanks, they're, they're money guys. They don't get a lot of ideas. I, maybe that's just me that that thinks that. But they, you know, they say they want to grow your business, but the fact of the matter is, is they want to see that your business is already making money. making money before they do anything. So they can jump on. So yeah. they gave you an offer, I believe. Was it Babs gave you an offer for fifty thousand? Yeah, she gave us an offer for the full amount, which was great. Um, but she wanted sixty percent of the company. Oh, okay. And Both you put in, in years of your life to this. How how long have you been working on this? And how much money have you put in of yourself, your own money? Well, I've been working on it for a couple of years, and um, you know, I've got a substantial amount of money invested in it. But what I, you know, I've eat, slept, and and drank pet paint in the pet industry for the last couple of years. And so it's edible. It is safe. <laughs> you know, it's safe. <laughs> you know, it's like. Um, the thing that they don't quite understand is how sensitive the pet industry is, yes. and especially when it comes to color. I mean, color's been a, a fairly naughty word when it comes to getting into the general public. So we've spent a lot of time investing in getting it to bloggers and to groomers and to, to building a good story behind pet paint. I mean, we've got tons of rescues that use it to put adopt me stencils on their dog and so on. So that's what I was trying to explain to them is, hey, look, you can't just go and make a pet product and just put it on the market, because if there's no trust there, people aren't going to buy it. Yep. They don't really no, show no, just, that in the tank. You're in there for about an hour. Oh, um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. I was going to so ask they that. They added it down to about five minutes, which it was really true to form. You know, when you watch it, it's essentially a, an outline of the whole negotiation. But it was it was pretty true to form. Does Lori really smell as good as she looks? <laughs> she does, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just need to know that. Okay, so I'm sure what happens, there's that Shark Tank effect. As soon as you're done, it's it's aired, all of a sudden your phone starts ringing anyway, even if you didn't get an offer. It, has that happened? Yes. Good. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what you were listening to in the background. It's like, you know, we've got thousands of emails and followers, and I think we had over 200,000 hits, on, or, yeah, close to 200,000 hits on the website. Wow. So, Man, the pet industry. So so let me ask you this. If you had to go and do it again, what would you do different? You know, between you and I, um, I think Robert was the most interested. Uh-huh. And um, and I probably should have paid a bit more attention to him. See, you know, you got five people there. They're all extremely intelligent, and they're all firing questions off at you at the same time. Well, Robert's kind of a thinker, and he's just kind of quiet the whole time. So, you know, I wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention to him. And I think... You know, out of the whole experience, that was probably my biggest mistake. You know, I, I would have done everything completely the same. It was an awesome experience. Like, working with him was great. And did you did you come away from the tank not liking any of them? I mean, you're like, you know, I don't like this. This is Mr. Wonderful. What's, what, what is that? What does that mean? <laughs> no, not a bit. Not a bit. I mean, they all give good advice, and they all, you know, they put you in their place without, you know, taking your feelings into account, which... You know, you can't really buy that experience. Well, one of the pieces of advice they gave you is when you walked in there, you didn't even have a website to sell this stuff. Yeah, I did, actually. And that's some part, you know, somebody asks you a question, you answer it in a certain way, and then they don't quite get it. So they stay on that point, and then you start answering other questions. 
We did have a website, and we did do some some web sales before that point. But his advice was to put more attention into it, which is 100% true. I mean, why not? Yeah, and you've done that, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, check it out. I mean, the website's uh, up, the Facebook's up, the Instagram's up. I mean, it's been... Easy to remember, it's petpaint.com, petpaint.com. Of course, we link to everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.com. I'm going to give two colors away. Now, these colors have all kinds of uh, interesting names here. And well, I, you I, have, can I ask him another you question? Have, yes, please. I, please, go ahead. Uh, uh, now, this, this gentleman, uh, sir, you're going to be rich. It's obvious. You're smart. You have brains that we don't have. It, 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 you know, in your experience, when you look at the pet industry, what great idea has not been invented that we can steal from you <laughs> and use for our own game? You know what? If I had that info, uh, I would be happy to share it. There you go. Alan Cable always looking for the idea that's going to make him a gazillionaire. Okay, we have the Rescue Red and the Beagle Blue to give away one 405 8405 Head on over right now to PetPaint.com. Make a, a big gazillionaire. And we're talking, this is kind of a cool idea, especially for like holidays. You're coming up around the holidays here or for uh, team games. If you're one of those mm-hmm. people that does paint face when you go, why not bring the dog paint face or do that and take them around the block with the cheese head. Abe, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm very upset because look, look at, I mean, we've got to think of something. I mean, there's got to be something that hasn't been done that, that people would just light up and go, why didn't I think of that? That is great. My dog, my cat needs that. What is this idea? I demand to know now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Some business at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This time for animal communicator Joy Turner. We have John on the phone. Hey, John, how you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Awesome. It's a beautiful day outside where we live. Where are you? I'm near Boulder, Colorado. Oh, well, it's always beautiful there, isn't it? Well, not it is. <laughs> if they're dried not out always. from all that flooding. Yeah, I guess so. You just got over those uh, those big big floods, like one hundred year floods happening every fifteen. Years, uh, what big Thompson Canyon and all of that up there. I hope you're okay from that. Yeah, we're fine. And, you know, the city endured a lot. They they said that you know originally it was a 500 year flood and then they changed it to a thousand year flood. So I, <laughs> either way, it was a lot of water. <laughs> What's going on with your animals? I have Joy right here for you. Joy, thanks so much for taking my call. I appreciate you doing this. You're um, so welcome. How can I help you? My uh, my wife and I travel to. We have an import business, so we go to uh, Asia once a year. And I just wanted to make sure my dog Julie. Uh, she's the uh, <clears throat> she's a, a coyote mutt. <laughs> uh, knows that uh, I wanted to make sure that she knew that we were traveling, and if she had any needs or uh, issues that she wanted to bring up. Oh, and Julie says to tell you, yes, she knows you're traveling. She thinks she is very intelligent. She thinks that you explained well to her for her to understand what was going on. She knows it's for your work, and she isn't sure why you have to do it, but she knows that it's for your work, and the only thing she's not really clear about is when you're coming home again. Tell her uh, we're not leaving until next weekend, and it's going to be 13 nights, if you would, please. Oh, she goes, oh, well, that's not so bad. No. And then uh, April's mother will be here with her, so... and. And so family will be here with her. And she says she likes April's mom. Good, good. 
Is so, there any other issues that Tuli wants to bring up? She says she doesn't think so. She's really a happy dog. <laughs> she seems like it. <laughs> yeah, she, she she tells me she doesn't know how she could be any happier. She thinks it might well, be illegal if she got any happier. It might be, yeah. And uh, it, she did get into the garbage last night, so we had to talk about that. But uh, other than that, she's, she's the most wonderful you know, uh, friend in the world. So. She wants to thank you for that. And she says, you know, though, even the best behaved anybody gets into trouble once in a while. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Does your dog ignore you? Does he just sit there when you call his name? Well, there's a possibility he doesn't know his name. Seems obvious, but it's not when you think that both of you speak a different language, and a lot of the time, owners combine the dog's name with a command, leaving the dog to think his name could possibly be, Toby, get out of that garbage right now. Experts say dog training for names should start when you first bring the dog home, but it's never too late. Teach your dog his name by saying his name and giving him a treat or a toy. His name should always be a positive thing, and experts advise not combining the name when reprimanding him. Within a week, you should get the respect you've been missing from a very attentive dog. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. Baxter Black, you've heard of this guy. You've heard him on NPR if you're an NPR listener or many, many TV appearances. He is your cowboy poet, Baxter Black, and we welcome him to the Animal Radio Airwaves. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Is this you, Hal? This is me. Gosh, you're taller than I remembered. I know, I know, and I'm, I'm, I was uh, even taller he's before. Boots, isn't he? Yeah, and a little cowboy hat too. Yeah. Yes. And well, you, I assume you're standing on on a podium. I have heel shoes, is what I've got. Do you? See. Yeah, it gives me an extra couple of inches. You know, a lot of people don't believe this stuff, but I do. I believe anything. But I'm stunned at what you're wearing. Well, you know, that's the beauty of radio is I could tell you anything. <laughs> I know, but my gosh. Even wear that on radio would be an embarrassment. You know what? I never. What is that made of? Squirrel? No, it's it's fake squirrel. It's it's Uh-oh. it's not real. See, I, I would. It's faux squirrel. Faux it looks squirrel. like it's elastic. It's being elastic squirrel. It well it does. It has to give and 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 take as my weight. You know, fluctuate. <laughs> well, well it, you know, I didn't know you were a veterinarian. Well, not anymore. You know, there are a lot of people who have agreed with that, but uh, you were like a large animal veterinarian, weren't you? Well, the old joke is I was such a good, bad veterinarian, I couldn't even cure a ham. <laughs> Someone get the rim rim shot out, please. Yes, I did do a large animal practice for 13 years and actually, uh, of course, have cows and horses now. And I'm, you know, I don't do it for money. I'm an entertainer now. but uh, And you don't do that for money either? <laughs> um, yeah, I try. <laughs> it's working out pretty well, I understand. Well, you know, sometimes I tell people when the the uh, cowboy poets, the talking dog and the hundred-year-old woman got on Johnny Carson, they fell between the cracks. <laughs> and so that's the only explanation I can have. I just fell between the cracks. I've been able to disguise my poetry so that no one is offended by it. Your book is called uh, Poems Worth Saving. So these weren't the ones that they threw in the trash or incinerated or shredded. These were the ones that were worth saving. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, leaves me room for a sequel. That's good right. thinking. Yeah, poems not worth saving. <laughs> the uh, there's All one, right, Hal, get with it. Well, there's one. 
Come on, Hal. Did you have a laugh track there? Yeah, I know. There's one, uh, and you know what? This is a full studio. I feel like I'm alone here. Alan, say hello. This is the infamous hello, Baxter Black. Is this Alan? Hello, Mr. Baxter Black. or? I spell it with letters. Do you? Well, a lot of people spell Joey with numbers, you know. We uh, they do the they do I got I got I got a license plate um um underneath my picture with numbers so yeah you might be right well Joey it's uh if you had elocute elocu- elocution lesson somewhere to develop that accent or um, it, uh, no no you know it just came along with uh, you know with life I see things have been tough I guess unless you got a little accent there yourself there now pal what. The book I'm aphasic. Can you give me a dictionary, please? <laughs> I haven't heard understood half this interview so far. Hey, please look that up for me. I'm sorry. You're a man of your words because uh, that's what you do for a living. Soma actinoides, the uh, fringe tapeworm of sheep. What were you saying about large words? I, well, I was saying that you you know large words because you're a man of words. I mean, that's uh-huh. your that's your living. So you you have a big vocabulary. I'm lowest common denominator over here. So well, I have uh, I have another advantage. Yes. I can make them up. And no one would know better. Yes. I wrote, you know, I, now I have forgotten this word, but it was a, a long one. And I used this word in a sentence, and I said, is that really a word? And I looked it up, and it wasn't in the dictionary. But I knew it was a word, so I realized I had invented a word. And the word that I invented, the definition of it was a word that you think is a word, but it's not in the dictionary. That's what, genius. What is the word for that word? Yeah. I forgot that word. And, and there's a word for a word that you think is in the dictionary that isn't that you forgot. We are with the amazing Baxter Black and his brand new book called Poems Worth Saving. Is it brand new? Uh, the book is brand new. Okay. Uh, the Poems Worth Saving are a giant collection of poems, and I, for your information, do this for a living, and over the years I have uh, a mountain of material, and much of it has been done publicly, uh, and I've been arrested for some of them, actually, because you can't do some of them in public, but regardless, these I chose because they, for the most part, there's a couple in there that are, I really like, but don't go over so good, so so I'm, I go for the throat. So these are the ones that most of the time work. So I thought, because tomorrow is Thanksgiving, yes, I would just give a little. Uh, but this is one of them that ran on NPR. It's not necessarily a poem, but oh, great! You know, it goes into the depth. Have I got? This will take a absolutely, absolutely. We are so blessed. Baxter Black is with us. All right, a little tribute. A turkey's thoughts at Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. This will be the turkey's voice. I always thought I'd do more with my life. Become a writer, maybe. But it was hard to hold a pencil. I couldn't find a typewriter with the turkey alphabet. It only has five letters, counting the double B. And it didn't seem right to use a quill, like any young poult. I entertained the idea of becoming a fireman, till I found out I was flammable. (coughs) As I matured, I became active in worthy causes like Free Tom and the Turkey Anti-Defamation Society and the two-kilometer turkey trot to benefit the Dumb Friends League in which turkeys outnumber cows, the next largest species, by 100 to 1. I painted signs for the Turkey Illiteracy Foundation, which is sort of foolish because nobody could read them and I couldn't write. I just drew pictures of turkeys looking at pictures. And, of course, how could I forget the anti-Subway sandwich protest? We held a sit-down strike in front of the local subway till most of us got run over. I went through the snood and wattle-piercing phase. We thought it looked cool. But it all went by so quickly, and now I'm in the prime of life. 
I look at my contemporaries. We're contemporaries. We're all grown and have big plans. I've been working on an international Turkey Olympics, maybe hold it in Ankara, with events like head bobbing, track leaving, and egg laying for weight and distance. Lots of people don't give much thought to a turkey's point of view. They just assume we spend all day gobbling at each other, eating bugs, and staring into space. In my case, I spend most of my time trying to think anything, just trying to think anything. And when I put my mind to it, I get an idea, as you can tell. The hard part is trying to remember it. Oh, and did I mention politics? I know some may believe there are already too many turkeys in office. What the heck? Oh, well, people are talking about Thanksgiving. Everybody's going home for the holidays, and turkeys play a big part in it, I'm told. I'm not sure exactly what we do, but I hope we do it well, and that our contribution is appreciated for the turkey. Ladies and gentlemen, Baxter Black. Check out the website, BaxterBlack.com. Of course, links to to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. I want to thank Abe Greery for joining us. Also, Prince Lorenzo Borghese and Baxter Black. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Keep your nose to the ground and keep sniffing. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. This is Animal Radio Network.